0: Your go-to girls, Jill Vanek and Lauren Sherwin, flip the script and give you a weekly dose of career advice, banter, and the insider office gossip. You have all heard
1: the phrase, your go-to guy. We are your your go-to girls. Girls. Episode two, Networking 101, all about networking. What is networking? The importance of it. We're going to go all into it tonight.
0: We're going into it buckle up we got tips we got tricks we're talking everything under the sun that you need to know to make that impression that
1: first impression but i think before we even dive into this i have to tell you about my day because it's gonna tell me talk about our controversial topic but so today late start one of those mornings i had an eight thirty zoom call Got up really late, hit the snoozer, Mm -hmm. and I decided just to run up, do my quick call because I had an hour between the next one. And I was like, Great, I'm just going to wear my jammies, rock out. And of course, I have no bra on because who wears a bra to bed and go up to call. And yeah, and I'm like, All right, Teams is down. I'll just pretend like I couldn't get onto my video. No big deal. So I go up, just turn my audio on. Good morning. Mm -hmm. Here I am. Turn my video off. And all of a sudden, they go, Oh, like Jim Bob. Is new to the team, and everyone turn on everyone turn off their video and welcome Jim Bob to the team. Turn your video on and greet him and welcome him. And I'm like, oh, unfortunately, my team's is still down because homegirls' titties are sagging to the ground and has no bra. I mean, like, what you are had you had to bring to out do? the lie? You and had to I bring out the lie. I had to bring it out because I was like, wow, like I was not set up for success. And I think controversial topic of the night: bra or no bra
0: on a Zoom call. So bra or no bra, but. The audience is going to get real friendly real quick because I am the worst person to have this debate with because it is no broad days, 24 seven. There's not much I'm packing here.
1: Yeah. And for me, the complete opposite, like with the melons, like I can't wait to let them free at the end of a
0: work day. You need to see it. Literally. I have nothing and Lauren is like everything packing.
1: Yeah. So it's like, what are you supposed to do at the end of the day? But I've quickly learned get it together before you get on zoom calls, get it together, get it together. And I think that's what we want to dive into real quick is just five key learnings that you can take away for zoom. Like what are those five key things? We are all in zoom fatigue. Mm -hmm. We are sitting on zoom calls all day, but what are those five key things that we would say, do these things and we'll set you up for success.
0: So I've got the first one and you're going to laugh. I'm going to set it up right now. I don't know how familiar our audience is with a certain Deion Sanders. Also, Deion, prime time, prime time. Sanders. Okay, guys. He used to play in the NFL. I don't even know if he's a running back. Yeah, something. That's not he's important. He's yeah. Great. Not important. Great. Yeah. He's real like flash. He has swagger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something the Eagles need. Other side note. Anyway, Dion has a quote that literally is my favorite quote. He says, you look good. You feel good you feel good, you play good, you play good, they pay good. Live by that quote. Okay. So basically what Dion is saying to me is you just need to get it together. You look better. You are more productive. You're more confident in your interactions. When you shower, you get dressed, you put on makeup, you get your life. I mean, we can all say that. I think when I'm on Zoom calls and I get dressed and have
1: my act together and feeling good about myself, I'm so much more productive, so much more active, so much more engaged. Mm -hmm. And those days where I'm running up without the bra on, like letting it all fly free, hiding behind my Zoom, like I wasn't engaged at all. And there's no motivation. Like you have to get yourself together. I think that gets us into number two. Mm
0: -hmm. If you're
1: going to be on camera, Buy the ring light. Buy it. Just buy it. I mean, if you're on it all the time, look good, feel good, get the ring light. Another suggestion I have been dealing with anxiety, major anxiety this last year with everything that's been happening, get the happy light. That bad boy will change everything about your office environment. Put it on the morning. I think it just changes your whole mood the way you start your day. So what is it? Is is it supposed to like reflect the sun's natural light? It's like a UV. It's probably like all mental and it probably doesn't even work, but it's literally a light that you can put on in your office. You can turn it on. So if it's really a damp day, I use it during the winter when it's super gray days and it creates this natural like amorphous of like, hey, there's like sunlight, there's UV rays, there's things happening. Go check it out. It's on Amazon. Search happy light. Buy the happy light. Bring that happiness into your world. Just buy the
0: Light. So tip number three goes along with all of this. Be aware of your background. When you see yourself in that little zoom box, you look miniature. On someone else's screen, you can be the size of the entire laptop. Why do I say that? Because people are voyeurs. If you have dirty clothes behind you, if you have a naked picture of yourself, if you have your desk and papers sky high piled up like you're in an episode of Hoarders, People, if you are a hoarder. Right. Or if you are a hoarder, people notice that. It is the little things that people notice. You can never be too careful. So get a digital background. Most companies even have their own logo. They'll provide you with it. So just, just get it. Be att- Pay attention to your digital background. Love that. Love it. The next tip I have, tip number four try to mimic what you would do in a real setting. So something I do that I think works wonders when I have a big presentation or I'm leading a huge meeting, I'll take my laptop. I will stack it on a bunch of books and I'll stand up when I give the presentation. You just get that energy flowing. You're able to walk, move around a little bit, like get out of your chair and sort of mimic what you would be doing in that real life scenario. Yeah, I love it. And I think
1: our final tip for the night and tip number five is really show up for the Zoom happy hour. I think- Zoom fatigue is a real thing. Everyone's dealing with it. But when your company is having a Zoom happy hour or an opportunity for you to meet other employees that you haven't met yet or engage with, I am dealing with this right now as I'm starting a new job. Every time there's an opportunity for me to do a women's networking event with everything that's happening there and happy hours and all that, you show up. It gives you this amazing opportunity to meet colleagues you wouldn't have met and turn on your camera, be present, be engaging, show up to the Zoom happy hour. You're so
0: right, Lauren, and you have to do it. We both know there are so many days and times you're like, are you effing kidding me? Here's what I don't want to do at 3.30 on a Wednesday with my coworkers, (laughs) quizzo. Okay, but you show up because here's the secret.
1: Quizzo. (laughs)
0: Quizzo. Tonight, quizzo. People notice everything, and if you are not showing up, you're not on camera, it looks like you're not engaged. Guess what people notice and go back to during promotion time, performance reviews, little things add up, go to the quiz out. I love it, show up to the quiz out. Show up to the quiz
1: out. Before we dive in deep into real life networking and why it's important and the reasons you need to network and how it's completely set you and I up to be the people we are today and the jobs we have, is we've had those networking fails too. We've all had them. They've been there. I will give you guys one as simple as I was at a networking event, and what was on the menu? Cocktail weenies, classic
0: mm. Mm. mini kees, hot dog and a little mini
1: caches and the spinach balls. And homegirl went right for those balls. <laughs> I went right for them.
0: You saw those balls? You give me those spinach
1: <laughs> balls. And I got home. Was at a women's networking event in Philadelphia. Got home from the networking event. My husband goes yo, girl, you got some spinach in your teeth. And I was like, how many people did I meet with spinach in my teeth it's when I was walking? It's so embarrassing. And then I thought about it for like four days around like how many people, how long, what, how long did it last? Like every move you're now dissecting. But I think you need to think about that with networking events, like this intentionality we're talking about on the Zooms and showing up, like what's that intentionality around what food you're eating? How, if you have a buddy that's going to look out for you, But the other big thing we got to talk about is the cocktails.
0: We got to talk about the drinks.
1: Which I love a good cocktail at a networking event.
0: Same. But don't have seven. Take the edge off, sis. I am all about having that drink, especially because it does help calm nerves. It gives you something to do with your hands. All for it. You know what else I learned that's a fun fact that
1: I learned from a friend of mine, Sean Han, with the Awkward Networker, is always hold your drink in your left hand, because if you shake with your right and you have a wet, sweaty hand from your drink, so if you're holding a glass of wine or a beer. Okay, Sean. Okay, Sean. Always hold your cocktail in your left hand. So whenever you shake someone's hand and in COVID or whatever you fist pump or whatever we're going to do now, who knows what's going to happen when we come out of this. Always rock it in your left hand. That's a good tip. Cocktail on the
0: left. Cocktail on the left. Cocktail on the left. Shake it on the right. Shake on the right. So we're talking about networking fails and drinking is something to be honest, you have to pay attention to. So let me tell you a little tale. I used to manage a team full of salespeople. They're the best at networking events. Oh, so good at networking. Everyone's having a great time. This was an internal company event. It was at a hotel in Arizona. It's warm. There is a hot tub people are partying and two co-workers ended up in the hot tub together. Mm. Mm. Now, what happened is one person had about 850 drinks, (laughs) the other 625, and that alcoholic imbibement resulted in a hot tub makeout session. Mm. Not good. Cut to their co-workers. One is married, Not to the person he was making out with in the hot tub. It's rough. It's rough. Final piece of this is that they were not under a dark cloud of night. Multiple other people saw them making out. Perfect. Now, as the boss, I need to have a conversation about locking lips in the hot tub. So, here's where this comes in. You cannot have people talk about something and not have your manager bring it up. It is going to happen. You have to watch how much you drink and what you are doing in front of other people at any company function. Point blank, that is it. You have to hold your liquor. If you don't know if you can, go the safe route, get a Diet Coke. Stay away from the hot tubs, stay away from the spinach balls rock out diet coke that's it that's it those are the rules that's all you need to know that's literally you guys network fail this shit happens you've got to watch it remember people are always watching always judging yes you want to be social have a good time but it's a fine line between that third and fourth cocktail i think it's so important and then we're going to dive right into this
1: of like networking why Mm -hmm. is it important What do you need to do it? We are going to go deep into all of these topics in further episodes, but let's talk about tonight and talk about what are
0: some of the reasons that you need to network and why is it so, so important to your career? You need to network. First and foremost, it's not optional. No. To be successful in any part of life, it's who you know. And that might be the cheesiest saying, and you might think that's so played out, it is a saying for a reason. You have to start to build your network, and there is never a time that is too late or too early to do so. Let's talk about a network. Here's what I do every six months because I am a complete loser and nerd. Straight up. I bought one of those old school whiteboards. Yep. It is on my closet wall. Here's what I do with it, guys. Every six months, I draw a network map and I update it. Sounds crazy slash genius. Here's the deal. To do a network map, you put yourself in the middle and you literally visually draw out buckets and bubbles of people. So nothing is off topic. I have girls I know from my book club, people I went to college with. I coach at a fitness studio. They're on that network map. You never know where your connections are going to come from and you always want to keep it front of mind. And that's how you really decide who am I going to reach out to? Who haven't I talked to in a while? Like Start building your actual physical network that way.
1: I think it's so smart. And if you guys want to check it out, Jill's going to do a live on the Instagram of her showing how she built her networking map, how she creates it, how she visualizes it, check it out so that you can create your own too. Cause it's important to have it. You need it. You need to start to think about who was in your network
0: that you can reach out to. Definitely. And you're a living example of this. Yeah.
1: I mean, for me over the last year, you know, furloughed and then was being laid off. I had to start to do for the first time, cause I've, my entire career has been with Disney in multiple roles. And all of those roles came from my internal network within mm-hmm. the company. But now I had to go to my external network of who was I going to reach out to. And let me tell you right now, guys, I wasn't banking on applying for one job at Indeed
0: and hoping that it were LinkedIn and hoping I was going to get it because that ain't happening. It ain't happening. And speaking of that, statistics show your chances of even getting a callback from an Indeed.com job are one in 250.
1: So let's just say... It broke my heart when I would look on LinkedIn and people were saying, hey, I applied for another job on Indeed and I had no response, no response, no response, no response. Yeah, go out and get to your network. Right. The first thing that I did is I had my network map already ready to go. I sent out an email to those individuals in that networking map saying, hey, I was in the market. What had happened with the Disney? Very transparent around the process. And I had within 15 job interviews after I sent those initial emails. Right. And that is what is so important. But the other thing, and we're going to dive into more about this is I didn't reach out to those people just when I needed them. I had been keeping in touch with them the entire six months that I had been furloughed from the company. So it's so important around how you build your
0: network. We're going to dive into that immersion and that slow drip though, as we talk about it. So important, which we are going to talk about. And with the network, Lauren really brought up a good point. Studies show that 88% of jobs are landed through a contact, meaning don't spend all your time on Indeed or ZipRecruiter. That is not going to give you a return on your investment. So Lauren talked about that physical network and how she reached out to actual people she knew. That is a huge part of the puzzle. The other part is you have to have a digital presence and a digital platform.
1: Girl, Get a headshot and don't have it with your gal pals at the sorority event holding a cocktail. I mean, I can't get over how many people do not have a professional up-to-date photo of themselves on their LinkedIn.
0: You want to talk up-to-date? I recently went out with a gentleman Oh, and his LinkedIn, the photo I saw before the date, was 12 years old. He didn't look like that. No one looks like that after 12 years. No, they don't. No one does. Get the headshot. Get the headshot. We will go deep into some LinkedIn, but don't just have a page. You have to engage because here are the only two people who don't have a digital presence. One, a serial killer. That's so true. Two, my 92-year-old Papa Joe. God bless him. Bless him straight up. Those are the bless only him. two people. So that's that.
1: Look good in your headshot. The other thing is just have some confidence. Mm -hmm. I mean, ladies, stop sitting in the passenger seat of your life and watching other people get these amazing opportunities and these amazing jobs because they're networking. Be proactive, create your networking grid, get your LinkedIn updated. Networking is not a dirty thing. It is not a dirty word. You have to do the work though, to make sure that you're building your network. And what, and I, this is what's crazy to me. If you go to a networking event and it doesn't go so hot or you don't make too many connections, what is the worst thing that's going to happen to you? Exactly. What's the worst thing? You're going to be known as a spinach girl at the event? But oh, there's deal. a spinach girl. Oh
0: God. I've been known as worse. Oh, I've been known as way worse. You're so right. What is the worst that can happen? And while you're in those networking events, one of our final tips, but not the final is this boils down to human biology and psychology. So here is a fact. It takes seven seconds to make a first impression. Truly, it is wild. That is based on science. We're talking back in caveman days. You needed to assess someone quickly. Are they going to eat me? Are they a friend? It sounds insane, but we still have those reflexes. So your first impression is everything. People connect with people. Why I always tell people that I work with. If you have a phone call with someone Ask to make it a FaceTime or a Zoom. Why? Because people connect when they can see your face. They bond when they can see your facial expressions and what you look like. You want to have that connection. Think about when you even go in for an interview. When you're sitting across from someone, the macroscopic part of the interview is done. Meaning, you're not going to be in that room unless you could do the job. The interview boils down to the microscopic Are your nails chipped? Do you look me in the eye? Do you have an accent? Meaning, oh, I'm from Alabama too. Is that something we can connect on? Are you dressed like a homeless person? (laughs) Do you have a bra? Do you have a bra? Thank you. These are important. Your energy, your confidence. Look people in the eye and be proactive. Introduce yourself. Like Lauren said, what is the worst that can happen? You go home with spinach in your teeth.
1: Oh but I have to say one thing to you. We're giving you a lot of tips and tricks, and we're really hoping that you're going to go back and start to put some of these actions into practice. But I do want to be aware of the good old, hey, can we have coffee or can we set up a morning Zoom and can I pick your brain? I don't have time for you to pick my brain. We are doing a million things with our lives. We all have full-time jobs. We are running around Who has the time to get my brain picked? Mama has no
0: time to wipe her ass. I don't have time to get my brain picked. We can
1: barely wipe the dog's asses and take them out for a walk. Like we don't have time to get our brains picked. Guys, if you want to, and I totally believe in say networking events, I hope you all are going to go reach out and start to think about building your networks, but be intentional. Why are you meeting with that person? What is the purpose and what are you hoping to get out of it? And how are you going to set expectations about what you are meeting with that person for in that invitation about why you want to set up a call?
0: Yes, it's not a mystery. You're not playing hard to get. Say, I would like 20 minutes of your time to talk about X, Y, and Z. That is it. Busy people want to know the purpose, the reason, and how much of their time is going to be allotted to this. So, we talked about a
1: bunch of things. The to dos that we want you to walk away Mm -hmm. with from this episode build your networking map. Again, go on the Instagram, check out Jill. She's going to show you a video on how to build your network map. Check out your LinkedIn. Is your headshot active, and is it of you today, or was it you twelve years ago when you were twenty pounds lighter? <laughs> set up, and this is a quick one. Every Friday, set up a new networking meeting. Just do it. Set up a twenty-minute new networking meeting with someone in your company you might not have met with, someone you've been connected with a while. But go on there and set up in the meeting. Reach out to someone and be intentional. What are you going to do in those twenty minutes? What do you want to get out of it? Be intentional we want you to go and start to take away those key things that we've learned
0: today. Definitely, those are your keys. And a way to summarize that all, we make this analogy to coffee. You can cold brew something in an immersion style or a slow drip style. So the immersion is hard and fast. Those are the people who only come to you when they need something. You do not want to be an immersion cold brew. Those people get very annoying It is desperate. I am not going to help you if I haven't talked to you in five years, but lo and behold, now you need a job and it's rush, rush. You want to play the slow drip game. Slow drip. Set up an informational interview. When someone you know gets a promotion, ask them about their day, their family, every once in a blue moon. If you know someone loves the Yankees and they're in the World Series, drop them a text, Talk to them when you don't need anything, or you can bring something to them. And that is the contact that's going to be worth its weight in gold.
1: I love it. And we are so excited because on our next episode, we're going to bring our first speaker, which is going to be Sean Hand, who is known in Philadelphia as the awkward networker. He's a speaker, he has a book out, and we're going to bring him on to really talk more about networking, some fun stories around that piece of it, and to get some more engagement around this networking piece because it is crucial
0: crucial to your success. Biggest takeaway, you have to network. We're going to talk to Sean next week, next episode. Put your bras
1: on, lift your ladies, and show up to those Zoom calls.
0: Show up, show out, follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Follow along to see a network map, see us, see our bras on. <laughs> and also make sure you check out the website, GoToGirlsPodcast.com. We'll
1: see you guys next week. See you next week.